Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the UI Buzz podcast. I'm your host, as always, Peter Widom. You can find both myself and this podcast at peterwidom.com. To talk a bit about Unreal Engine 5 in this episode. So, if you're a game developer and you're familiar with it or you are interested in it, this might be of interest to you. Now, why am I talking about Unreal Engine? Well, as you know, I have been using Unity for a long time now, and I have built a game, Project Hack, you can find it at projecthack.net, with Unity. And I have been struggling to really find what I consider an acceptable and reasonable way to do the high scores, right? The leaderboard and a login system. Now, I tried different ways, and and I'm sure all of you out there have your own ways of doing things, and you're probably going to be thinking, you know, Peter's a bit of an idiot because he's not doing it this way. Okay, you might be right. I tried the Unity game services. That didn't go so well and proved to just be more complicated than I felt it needed to be. And I went on and used Firebase. Now, I'm familiar with Firebase. Uh, Not using it in Unity, though. And I went through and I followed a whole bunch of different instructions, a bunch of different tutorials, and I was using the official you know, SDK for Firebase and everything else. And I was just hitting so many problems getting it to work, or I should say getting it to work the way I felt that I wanted it to work for my game. It just became an exercise in frustration. And I've been trying this on and off for a couple of weeks because this is kind of a side side project, I guess, <laughs> at this point. Uh, but I've been trying a couple of different ways and it just really was not working for me. And I thought to myself, you know, may- maybe this is the time for me to take a look at Unreal Engine because I've always wanted to because I don't believe that, you know, one technology is the answer for everything. And as I'm always saying, you never know when you might need to switch for whatever reason. Or you start working a collaboration on a project that's in a technology you're not familiar with. And since these, this is not my day job, and I thought, well, okay, I'm going to do it. Why not? I've got the, the single-player game is out the door as far as the prologue version. So let's take some time here. So I started to, I, I pulled down and installed Unreal Engine 5, uh, 5.1. Or whatever it is at the moment, I think that's the right version number, the latest one. And I, I did, I went in saying to myself, you know what, I don't have a clue how to do anything in this engine, so I am gonna struggle through and expect it to be hard. Well, yeah, yes, it was. It took me a while, and I'm gonna give you some tips and some thoughts here for those who have not used it, so that maybe it'll help you out. And, and I will draw some comparisons to Unity and other technologies because that's kind of really the only way I can relate it to my brain to to make it work for me. So hopefully it's going to make sense to you. So the first thing is I looked at it and I said, all right, the game that I've built is an idle game and it only has a UI. So yes, a really powerful 3D engine is overkill for this. But I also know that Unreal Engine obviously does UI elements because you see them in games all the time. Now, it took me a little while, but eventually I figured out, oh, okay, the UI elements in Unreal Engine are called widgets. And once I understood that, I knew, you know, I kind of went through that thing of not knowing what to research to make this work. And then when I discovered the magic word widgets, it all started to click into place. So I found some videos, I found some some notes online and in the documentation and the the forums and started working through it. Turns out, 
Yeah, if you create, you know, and I'm doing this with Blueprints, I should point that out. Blueprints is the visual scripting language in Unreal Engine, for those who don't know. Once you create a widget, Blueprint, you get presented a screen that you can then put controls on and, and build your interface. So immediately I'm starting to feel more comfortable. It's like, great, this works. So I'm starting to lay out, you know, like you do, kind of the equivalent of Hello World in other languages and that, right? I'm putting some text controls on the screen and a button uh, because I want to test the functionality and see if I can learn and understand the functionality that I need to know to be able to rebuild my game in, in Unreal Engine. So I've got some text on the screen and, you know, there's a label, there's a counter, there's a value, if you like, zero, and a button. The idea being this will answer many basic questions for me. How do I make a variable that counts up and gets displayed on the screen? And how do I interact with this button to influence that variable to change those values as well? I know, very basic, but to me, this is kind of the fundamentals of an idle game is that's a lot of your UI and game loop right there, right? So uh, I, I discovered how to you know add variables to a blueprint and how to, obviously, I, I had a pretty good clue from Unity and that, that there's going to be some kind of on-click event for the button. Well, yep, found that too. Then I realized, I was like, okay, but you know what? This, this is not the right way to do this. I said to myself, hold on, Peter, because having game state in the UI, not a good plan, right? I think we can all agree on that. So the next thing became, all right, I now need to understand where do I put my global game state to store the values, uh, the variables, the data in the game so that they're accessible everywhere and only exist in one location as my source of truth. So I did a little more digging. Turns out there's another blueprint. The blueprint is the game instance. Great. Makes sense to me. Okay. A game instance, every game has one. And... You know, you don't even have to create one. It's just there. Now, what I did was I opened up my level. Bear in mind, in Unreal Engine, if you think of scenes in Unity, the, the, the equivalent in Unreal Engine is a level, right? And so I opened up my level, and sure enough, um, if you look on the menu, there's an option to open the blueprint for the game instance on that level, right? So I open up the, the level blueprint, as it were, and in there, yep, sure enough, I can access the game instance. So I open up my game instance blueprint that I created, do the same thing, create a couple of variables, just a couple of integer, I think they were integer 64s because I knew they were going to be big numbers. I gave them some values, I think it was like 10 and 15 or something like that, so that when the UI updated, I could clearly see it was pulling those variables. So, okay, got my, my variables and some data in my game state now. I made sure that the game level was using that game instance. So everything was good. Went back to my interface, right, the widget, the widget blueprint, and found my variables in there. Didn't need those anymore, so got rid of those. And then went to the blueprint for that and uh, level, uh, sorry, for that widget. And 
opened it up, and in there, of course, is the event tick, right? The equivalent of the game loop. And I was like, okay, well, this is, I, I want this interface to be updating all the time, right? Checking for values. So what I did was, I from the event tick, I went across, created a new block that referenced, I said, go get me my game instance. So I've got a reference to that game instance. And then I said, okay, you know, if I dragged out from that game instance block, I had to cast it to my game instance. Took me a while to understand that that was the thing to do, but go with me here, right? As soon as I did that, and then I drag off of that block, I'm now seeing my, assuming that the variable was public, which I had set it for, I was seeing the the getters and setters, which would be familiar to you if you've ever done programming, right? Getting means getting the value, and sure enough, setting means setting the value. So I got those, and I could see that they were accessible because it gave me that option on the, you know, the equivalent of the visual functions that I could call. So great, I knew I was heading in the right direction. So I went ahead and got the variable that I needed, and then I dragged out uh, from the list of widgets my text that was the zero onto the blueprint. Sure enough, there it was, um, and now I had a reference to that, and I dragged out from there, and I could set the text, right? So when I said set the text, and I connected that in my flow um, from you know block to block, there's an option in there, of course, where you can either hard code, right? You can write in some text to set it to, or as I did, I connected my variable that I had got the get from, right? So I connected the the get variable over to the text value in the block. Hopefully this makes sense. I'm, and if you're interested, let me know because I will make some videos on this. I think that this will help a lot of people getting started. And now once I'd done that, theoretically, it was going to get the value from my game instance. It knew to set the text block to the, the value of that text, right? I was like, okay, this feels good. So went ahead and compiled all the blueprints because you have to compile them for everything to work and understand what's going on. And also at that time, it checks it for errors. And sure enough, when I ran it, um, you know, there it was. There was my value from my game instance being displayed on my interface, which is in the game. Fantastic. That was like, you know, hurdle number two. Check that box. Figured it out. So moved on from there. Right. Next one was like, all right, now let's get adventurous and do some interaction. So I got the on click event from the button in the interface. And again, all I did here was say, okay, get the value from the game instance that I'd already had a reference to in the blueprint. Right. So did the same thing again. And then I said, take that value and add one to it. Right. So it's the integer value plus one. And then I said, I got an, you know, I said, okay, I want you to set the value of the variable. And in this case, I hooked it up to the, again, the reference back to my game instance. I know this might get confusing, but trust me, it's actually very simple when you see it. Um, and so that I was making sure, right? Remember, I don't want to update the values on the interface. That's not the way to do this. I want to update the, the source of truth, the game instance variables. And naturally, because of that event tick I had in place, the interface will just naturally set up and update itself, right? Think in the terms of like a model view controller, you know, that kind of setup, right? 
you know, the game instance is my model here, the widgets are my view, and this blueprint is kind of the controller in the middle, right? Um, so, you know, once I'd done that, I was like, okay, hopefully this is going to work. So, uh, ran the game again, and yep, sure enough, I'm clicking the button, and it's now incrementing the value back in the game instance, and the event loop, the event tick, in the widget blueprint widget interface is now going through and running and because it's getting that variable every time it sees the updated variable and therefore the one on the screen was updated hopefully that makes sense to you right listening to me explain it probably sounds way more complicated than it is but if you come from a world like unity or swift like i do or android or other things you know you've got to adapt to this this way of thinking that Unreal Engine wants you to do, just like you do when you, you're learning any other technology. But once you understand this concept of having these blueprints and reaching out to the different locations and knowing how to do that and then pull that data into wherever you need it to work with, a lot of the dots start to connect to you very quickly for you. Now, Next time around, I'll probably talk about the loads and loading and saving of game data because I tell you what, folks, this is one area where I found this incredibly easy to do compared to the, some of the hoops that you have to jump through in Unity. And by that, what I mean is I didn't have to do anything fancy, right? The game data is um, binary, so I don't have to worry about it just being a JSON file or a text file that someone can edit, right? And I didn't have to, so I didn't have to do like I do in Unity where I need to encrypt it and all these other things and then all the code in place to access the file system, check the file, save it, load it, so on and so on. I didn't have to do any of that. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised how easy it was. But I'm going to cover that next time. I think I've given you enough to wrap your head around here. But what I want the takeaway to be is, Yes, it was hard for me at first, right? I didn't know anything about Unreal Engine. And I had to let go of all the preconceived notions I had of how I did things in Unity, how I did things in uh, Swift and Xcode, how I did things in React, you know, all of these technologies that I know and say, look, I just need to come in this, start from the basics, act as if I know nothing. Because if I allow sort of my... I guess, for want of a better word, my ego to get in the way and say, well, look, I know all these other things and I'm going to make this work. You're probably going to be in trouble, right? And sometimes it's best to say, you know what? I'm going to act like I know nothing can do this. And another part of this that I did to keep me honest was I did a lot of this on a live stream so that other people out there, not only did I have the benefit of a, a chat room where um, a couple of folks pointed me in the right directions for things, thank you for that, but it also is my way of showing other people, look, don't be afraid, right? Don't be afraid to say you don't know anything about this. Don't be embarrassed to ask the simple things because that's exactly what I was doing, right? All the years of development I've done was useful in in a certain context as i was doing this with unreal engine but a lot of it didn't apply because this is a vision i was using a visual scripting interface right i wasn't doing it with c plus plus yes you can do it that way with unreal engine but i 
I didn't want to. I, I chose not to do it that way and, and go the simple route to prove to myself if this was worth the effort. So you can go to twitch.tv forward slash compile Swift and you'll see the live streams there and they'll probably end up on my YouTube channel eventually. Uh, YouTube, you know, dot com forward slash Peter Whittem. And I'll put a links in the show notes. But if you're interested, let me know because I think this is worthy of putting a set of videos together because I found very little to no conversation about making UI-based and idle-type games with Unreal Engine. And, you know, this was a... This is what caused me a lot of the problems, was I didn't need to know how to do some big, fancy 3D game. This is not what I was looking to do. If I wanted to do that, there's a million resources out there, right? But because I found very few resources, this was a sign to me that... Probably someone else needs help too and doesn't know where to go look for it. So let me know. Reach out to me, uh, you know, UI Buzz on Twitter or go to peterwidham.com and let me know. Or, you know, please leave a review for this podcast and, and just let me know if you think this is something that would interest you because I think it would be a benefit to folks. And it also acts as a visual journal for me, building these things in public and sharing with you, not only to educate whoever needs to learn how to do this and understand, but also as a reference for me to go back and look at in the future if I stop doing this for a while and need to go back and look at it. But I think there's value there in that. And and I'd be happy to do that for you all. So just let me know. That's what I got for you in this episode. Hope it's been helpful. It's really been an eye-opening couple of weeks for me as I've been working on this. And I've thoroughly enjoyed doing it on a live stream as well. To, to sort of put it out there and say, look, here's the things I screwed up. Here's the things I got right. Next time around, like I say, I'll probably talk about the game saving and game loading of data because that's the next important hurdle that I had to overcome to prove whether this was worth doing. That's what I got for you. I'll speak to you next time. See you later.